Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sex Queens. I'm Jules. And I'm Maggie. Keeping you on top so you stay hot. Today's episode is sponsored by Premium Jane CBD products. A third of Americans have trouble sleeping on a regular basis, especially because it can be challenging to turn off your brain these days. There is, however, some hope, and it comes from a plant. Premium Jane is a U.S.-based CBD company offering incredible natural products like oils, topicals, capsules, and gummies. To find Premium Jane's full range of CBD products, visit them at premiumjane.com, and be sure to use coupon code SEXQUEENS, that's S-E-X-Q-U-E-E-N-S, to get 20% off your purchase. Hey everyone, welcome back to Sex Queens. Today we are talking about food and sex. Yes, and we've talked about aphrodisiacs before, but this is just going to be broader. Not just aphrodisiacs, but just food and sex in general. Yeah, and food is definitely one of the top aphrodisiacs. But first, before we get into that, cheers. Oh, cheers. But we are drinking tequila instead of wine, mm-hmm. which we normally drink wine, but today we were like, no, let's do some Well, we already drank wine earlier. We've moved on. It was rosé, but yeah, same thing. So we've moved on to harder alcohol. <laughs> we've moved on to tequila. So, you know, strap in. <laughs> but today we're talking about food and sex, and food and sex is definitely a very popular... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I love when you don't know words. Sometimes. <laughs> you don't even know what to say. Sometimes I start a it's sentence very, and I don't know what's happening. <laughs> that was you, one of those times. And then you go through puberty. <laughs> it's very uh, <laughs> sexual. No, food and sex, though, has <laughs> they have a lot of ties mentally, neurologically, and there's a reason that food is considered, uh, like certain, especially certain types of food are considered aphrodisiacs. There's a reason for that. It's a very sensual experience, just as sex is a very sensual experience. Sensual meaning it's of the senses, right? So food, you know, can, certain types of food, they can awaken your sense of smell, your your memory. Like, we're going to talk a little bit about the neurology of that, how food can awaken a memory of you. Like, if you smell something that reminds you of your childhood, that's a food that your mom made, or if you taste something, something like that. So food and memory have, like, a very big connection. <laughs> We're fucking this up so bad. Oh, Actually, just you are, because I'd like to know how you're going to tie that back together to sex. I don't know. Let's just start the episode over. No, it's going great. It's keep, terrible. Keep going through it. Well, what about it? Well, first of all, it is interesting that it's something that we mix together, or sometimes it can be. Like, there's food, right, that's associated with sex, and there's foods that are known to enhance your sex life, right? and things that help you have potency to it. Um, And in the biblical terms, not that I'm very biblical, but I just want to point out that in the biblical terms, it used to be symbolism um, because it was known as forbidden fruit. 
Mm. And sex is the forbidden fruit, so it's mm-hmm. associated with the sex association of, between like food and sex. Yeah. Yes, like remember because that story, Adam and Eve, she right. like, ate an apple. Yeah, that was like a whole big to do. Basically, they're saying that a lot of times food items are associated with symbolism with sex. So let's say like for whatever reason. <laughs> cherries get associated with virginity right because mm-hmm. we're like oh cherry. exactly yeah. pop the cherry and it's like oh where did that come from it's not like as if that's interrelated interrelated in any way mm-hmm. but we like to put it together as being like oh yeah like that's put together or also sometimes it's used in like metaphorical slang or terminology all of that for some reason it gets put together with that and then there's some foods that are in a class category that are considered to be sensual whether it's for their appearance texture or taste right right so it's like a lot of food sometimes are considered to be like oh that's sexy which is funny because it's still like a food right but some things are considered to be sexual in nature just because of that um and i mean this stuff gets explored a lot in you know cinemas and books and Mm -hmm. because it's talked about a lot but it's like you know like whipped cream that's always associated for some reason something sexual those american pie movies yeah Yeah, chocolate all this stuff that like you can put on you um or smear well i think food in general and one of the reasons that i think food and sex are tied so closely is that they are both they both um activate multiple senses right think Mm -hmm. about it they both incorporate smell taste touch sometimes hearing right yeah auditory part of sexes um, the aud- sometimes the auditory part of food, like that could be a thing too. But like the fact that they activate the different, all these different senses mm-hmm. make them very powerful and they make them very similar, right? Um, so for example, like we were, like we were saying earlier where um, food, yes, obviously is usually most closely is related to the sense of taste. But also if you smell a food, if you smell something, that can bring give you that emotional response of I smell this and I'm immediately brought back to this memory of when I was a kid and I remember this warm feeling of like being in my mom's house and all this stuff. That's an emotional response, mm-hmm. right? This a sensual experience. So you might find it comforting or you yeah, might find comforting, it <laughs> right. and you it might, might associate it with being like, Oh, I enjoy that. Right. And it might release those hormones of dopamine, serotonin, whatever it is. Similar to sex, right? Where you smell your lover's perfume. Or pheromones. Or pheromones. Or like, for example, if you break up with someone, but then two, three, four, ten years later, you smell the perfume of that once lover. And you'll remember. And you're brought back to that sexual experience. So like, very similar sensual experiences mm. between food and sex that have that link. So it's not a surprise that when you incorporate the two, they marry very well together. Because sensually, they're already very similar um, experiences. Right. You know what I'm saying? And they both like bring pleasure and they do right. go to the pleasure sensors, right. right? Because sex brings pleasure and so does food. Isn't that why we're so into food? Even though it's like they're both survival technically in some way. But also well, very you die inter- without food, that's true. Well you die without food and we die as a population if people don't have sex at all. Right. So in both ways, right? You would die if it's depleted. Right. Well, so neurologically, here's what's interesting. So food and sex both are part of what's called the limbic system in the brain. And the limbic system controls your emotional responses or your emotional activity. Um, And the pathways that go within the limbic system, whether it's food or whether it's um, sex that 
creates an emotional response are actually incredibly similar, neurologically speaking. So, um, for example, dopamine is a very common hormone that's released or neurotransmitter that's released by food and also by sex that comes through that limbic system. Um, and dopamine also plays a huge part in humans, obviously, where we have no higher desires than to eat and to reproduce. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like... Like what it's it our drive, right? right? And so in a way, it's sort of almost primal in that sense that like, yeah, obviously there's the social aspect where it's like memory and all these, you know, um, experience-based, like sensual experiences. But there's also that kind of primal part of it where it's like neurologically we are wired to want to eat and to want to reproduce and to want to be sexual beings so in a very real sense like food and sex it totally makes sense that they're married because neurologically speaking from a science perspective regardless of all the social aspects and like fun aspects of like whipped cream and shit you know shit well, no, but, like, eating and, and having sex is a very primal part of yeah. our human nature, so it's not a surprise. Like, marrying the two is even better and just makes sense. Are they married? Who married them? I married them. Did I you? I now pronounce food and sex, husband and... Like, they married? Did they partner yeah, did and they partner have, because they, have, they don't like, have a gender. Did they have an official officiator in their, mm-hmm. in their it ceremony? It was me, just now. You're welcome. They're married. Wow. What if they didn't want to into the marriage well you know that's too bad because they're they're associated together now you're just like you're married but yeah so that's interesting from a neurological perspective it's interesting because it's like socially obviously they have all these ties that are pretty apparent but also people have questions about or it's very individualized right like you might like chocolate i might like whipped cream jello 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 on my titties i just seem like a jello person just i mean not really actually i don't really like jello I feel like the texture. Oh, nice. Oh, look at that. See, don't lie to me. Look at how excited Jello got you. You got so excited, you dropped your speaker. So, so actually, I'm I right on so point. Excited. So don't tell me I don't know what I I'm talking so about. Excited. So hold just on. So let, me, let me fix this. I actually don't really care for Jello. <laughs> It's funny because it made you very flustered. I know, but I don't really I feel like I hit on something. It's like a texture thing. No, I don't really like jello. I like chocolate. I, I like, like whipped cream. Chocolate too. I've always wanted to eat or get eaten off of with sushi. Oh, me too. But I've never done it. That's funny. Because sushi... But I don't even know if that would be that great. It just sounds like it's in the movies. Because, like, sushi's kind of fishy. Because sushi is just sushi. But I'm like, it's just something that, like, you know, shows up in places. Like, you lay there like a platter and it's just sushi. No, I know. Like, and whipped cream is, like, mushy. You can, yes. like, rub it around. Yes. But, like, sushi, yeah, you don't want to be messy. Like, you it's don't like want to pick be it up in it. Yes. It. Yeah. Like, so it's like you just have to eat it directly off of there. I don't know. It is something I think about, too, but it's also something I haven't tried. I've done whipped cream, and I've done, like, chocolate, and I've done, like, berries. Follow-up question with the sushi. <laughs> I haven't done it. I just told you what I did do. No, I know. I know. Follow-up yes. question. I'm but a like, hypothetical. So do you have, like, ginger and wasabi? Because that's, like, No me, wasabi. I wouldn't want wasabi. Part. That's dangerous. I mean, I'm not going to put wasabi on my clit. I know I'm like, saying what if it ends up there because then it's once in your mouth. You never know. Oh, I'm saying that point, that's point, dangerous. Sometimes even the sugary stuff is a little dangerous. I've yes. had some. I've had. Do tell. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my God. You can't not share now. You said <laughs> I've had. I've had. No, I feel like 
Like, you're not supposed to use a lot of sugar in that area. And I feel like that's happened before mm. from, like, play. And then it leads to <laughs> not a fun surprise later. Because it oh, messes okay. with your pH balance. That so makes sense. That makes takeaways, sense. Takeaways, don't do that. Like, if there's, like, too much sweet. Because, again, I've done that in my <laughs> younger time. Sweetness with that private area doesn't match. And sometimes it just left on your partner's mouth for like whatever and you don't realize it because obviously you're having fun residual and then if it's too sugary it kind of messes with your ph balance so then it throws off your whole your um, whole vibe not even your whole vibe but what, like throws off your ph and then you have to like reset it so food and sex actually that's a very good point because it's you like, have to be careful you have to be careful PSA, also you have to think careful. about you have to think about like how you want to incorporate it right yes where it's like and then again pay attention <laughs> Pay attention, yeah. But also, think about what kind of foods you're incorporating, right? Well, that's why I said I'm like, oh, the sexier foods are the easier foods. Or also, there is, like, edible. I did enjoy this. Um, there's different edible things that they make, you know, in products that are... Already edible panties? No, those are... I, I personally think those are stupid. I have never tried those, <laughs> so I don't know. Like, they're just, like, a fruit roll-up in a panty. They're not sexy. I, my personal opinion, this is not, you know... Not hating people like it, great, it's your thing. But I think it's like a fruit roll-up that's just, like, plopped down. Mm. And no. Just, like, there's, like, those little, like, thongs or strings made of candy. Like, mm-hmm. almost like it's like you're eating. If It reminds me of, like, when you were in third grade and you used to have those little fucking stupid candy things that you'd wear in your neck and you'd, like, take a yes. bite and then whatever. It's Those like are that, gross. Those are gross. That's those what like, I'm saying. So I'm like, I'm like, that's a gross thing. It's not even, like, sexy. That's just, like, gross. And they like, were, and it was gross that we did it as kids and I don't, I don't, it just needs to be repeated later. Because, like, yeah, you'd walk around and you'd have your stupid little wristlet thing of it. No. You just eat it, like, periodically? <laughs> yeah, you just randomly take a little that bite so out gross. of it. Like, what the fuck is that? Imagine, and, like, and now <laughs> you have, like, a bunch of mini sliders on a necklace. <laughs> You're just like, hold on, I'm just gonna take one out so many cheeseburgers just eating them throughout the day no what i wouldn't mind honestly that sounds like retirement i wouldn't mind a bracelet of cheese (laughs) and every once in a while i'm just snacking on it throughout my day and one side would be cheese and the other side would be maybe like some kind of chips like and then i'd just be like "Mm, snack time maybe meat Mm, salami. Like, salami like a little salami wristlet and a little cheese wristlet yes. and i could snack on that all day honestly yes <laughs> that'd be the adult version of this candy thing i am here for but also prosciutto. but also still kind of gross to just carry it around so and just gross. be like i'm just gonna take a bite be like in the office where you're like going <laughs> to shake hands me. with someone well, I'm just gonna and you have like half string half cheese on your bracelet on your wrist and they're like what the fuck but i will say that that's a new invention right there yeah. No, but what I was saying before that is that there are things and they already make these like in sex sex shops. So to, speaking about your page balance being just fine is that they make stuff that's flavored that like body butter and like chocolate, but like edible chocolate and like body paint and like powders. Right. They make all this stuff and some of it is good. Now, some of it has this like really gross, weird flavor because it tastes fake because obviously a lot of it is fake but then every once in a while there's some products that like actually taste pretty good so yeah. i think that those are always fun to play with in a way sure. that you're also not gonna have any kind of side effects for anybody yeah but i will say <laughs> from a practice standpoint like putting food into your sex life like incorporating it is very natural it's very normal 
And it's funny that it's considered almost like quote unquote kinky because it's like but it's just wonder, such a like, that's natural not normal thing. Like, no, I know. Is that kinky? I don't no, kinky. I, I don't think it's kinky, but it's funny that people kind of consider it like ooh, ooh kinky. Like you're bringing that into the bedroom. Like yeah, why not? What if you just want a snack? <laughs> Afternoon delight. That's, Listen, babe. You know what? That's my. You know what? For me. <laughs> You know, turkey food, club. Food is the way to get to me. So you know, happy stomach, happy. You know, it's happy what? life, <laughs> happy humping. Where are you going with happy that? Happy humping. No, I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> no, like you know how they say they're like, oh, food is the man, the way to the man's heart. I feel yeah. like I'm like intertwined with that, and I'm like, no, I'm like that's the way to mine. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be. Like I, I don't like that statement. Have to I'm be like, man I'm like, why is it into the man's? I'm like. True that. We True like that. food. True that. I feel like that's like some type of misconception. Like if I'm like, yeah, I, I really in, like to be fed well. If I walked into a sexy <laughs> ass person with a penis, <laughs> why'd I say that? If I walked, <laughs> you walked into the penis. Are you just imagining a sexy? Why'd I say that? Penis just out. Oh, finish your thought. Finish your thought. If you walked into a sexy ass person and they had a penis, I'm cutting this out. No, what, what, let's oh. finish your thought. If I walked into a sexy ass person with pizza oh, with and they pizza. were naked, I'd be turned on. Right? Because that's all in one. It's all encompassing. Oh, and pizza is delicious. So, absolutely. So and then, like, a little glass of wine on the side. I mean, yeah, obviously. Well, and well, so actually, that's, that's actually important. So, getting to that note, intimacy. Intimacy is an important thing to note when it comes to sex, right? Like, so, all the time? Well, yeah, but. <laughs> When it when you talk about like food and sex, so food when I'm cooking for someone, right, or when yeah. I uh, take you out to eat, or when I when I show you food that <laughs> when you I haven't, show you food. yeah, yeah, when I show you a restaurant that you haven't been to before, and I'm like, oh, you got to try this, yeah. right? That experience of food, whatever it is, whether else I cook for you, whether I bring you to a restaurant, whatever it is, that is a form of intimacy, whether it's a friendship or a sexual relationship. That is an expression of intimacy. So special. We've done all those things. I mean, obviously. We're so intimate. I'm just waiting for you. <laughs> We've done all of that. No, but it is a form of intimacy. It is. It's a form of, I am giving you a part of me. I'm sharing this part of me with you. And, you know, it's a vulnerable state. It's that 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 beauty of that intimate state. Very similar to sex, yes. right? Where and being it's like, like whether you enjoy it, and there's different tastes and different right, flavors, right. and you might like not like that. It's like I'm giving I you my body, and I'm giving you my preferences, A flavor it is. profile, basically. <laughs> yeah, basically, I'm giving you my lip smackers flavor profile. Oh, that's also old school. What is what is up with our brains? Did we go back to like 1995? I mean, we did, and we're here. It's wonderful, and we have the crop tops to prove it. Oh no, I remember those. That was awful. <laughs> Just don't awful. go back to the hip huggers, please. That was terrible. Um, but no, but like sex is also incredibly intimate, obviously. It doesn't really need much explanation. But that's another reason why food and sex are so very similar, right? Is that it's that form of like, I'm giving you a part of me, you're giving me a part of you in return. And there's that conversation that's involved in it. Yes. Keep going. <laughs> yes. I like what you're saying. Keep going. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Well, anyways, also some foods can like enhance sex and some people, some, some people, I mean, some people can take away from sex too if they don't know what they're doing. So that's fair. But I do want to talk about some things where they talk about foods that, foods that are good to eat before sex and then foods that are not good to eat before sex. Oh, Because that's fun. And then later on, later on, more to come, foods that enhance libido and foods that don't. 
So, um, some of the best foods to eat before sex, and like some of these things, who knows if they're myths or some of them are true, but you know, you hear about it, so I feel like you know it's good to talk about it. So, one of them is oysters. I know a lot of people talk about that, that oysters are aphrodisiacs. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason for it is because they're loaded with zinc, which helps the body make testosterone. And that is a hormone that plays a big role in your mood and sex drive. So that's the reason why. And then also for males, zinc also helps or may help men make more sperm. Um, it might not mean that it moves better, but it just makes more sperm. So it's just something to think about. Um, and then if you don't like shellfish, because they know oysters, like I personally think oysters are kind of gross. So, I love oysters. Oh, see, difference in opinion. You see that? <laughs> And but so, I wouldn't want someone to eat oysters off me. Like, seafood is not sexy to It's me. a booger. Why would you want a booger, a booger. eaten off of you? I mean, um, but other foods that are good in zinc are... I'm not... Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> are beef, pork, which neither of that is sexy to me. Pumpkin seeds, cashews, and yogurt. Eat this beef <laughs> off me. <laughs> you can rub some yogurt all over you. Ew! Okay. So that's one. Another food that's really known through history for being good in sex is pomegranates. And the reason why is because this fruit is known for being a symbol of fertility and is a sex enhancer. Um, and drinking, drinking, <laughs> drinking pomegranate juice can boost your mood and increase butt flow, which would mean, you know, you could really turn it up in the bedroom. I thought you said butt flow. <laughs> it increases butt flow. I thought that's what you said. I hope not. It's not that sexy. It sounded like it. It increases your blood flow. Blood flow. <laughs> not butt flow. Next is, we're bypassing that. Next is chocolate. I'm sure everyone heard of that. That chocolate is like, ooh, ooh, so sexy. There's that movie. Have you ever seen that? Chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah, that was uh, hot. That was, that was such like Johnny a hot. Depp Young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I saw that movie when I was like pretty young, like pre like just getting into puberty and i remember seeing that being like damn is that what it's like it's not and then you're like no that was like such a way too high of expectations way too because it doesn't even go like that no. not typically so anyways but chocolate it does and it goes hand in hand because you know you're like oh when you want to woo your sweetie you bring her back to chocolates so old school and then she says goodbye locks herself in the room and then eats them all by herself and passes out <laughs> or is that just me? sugar crash Sexy. Oh my god, I love you so much. You're so hot. <laughs> Goodbye. Sugar crest. But the reason for that one is it releases serotonin and that encourages good moods. And obviously when you boost your mood, it may raise your sex drives too. And then also uh, the indulgence of it has, I don't know how to pronounce this. It's phenylethamine, a brain chemical associated with lust and love. That's why chocolate is associated with lust and love. After that... Spinach is really good for sex drive because it can rev it up because it has magnesium, which again boosts your testosterone and it can help in arousal, orgasm, and sexual satisfaction, especially in women. So, mm. women, eat your spinach. It's not just for Popeye. Watermelon. <laughs> it's not just for Popeye. It's not. Watermelon is also really good for sex. It's full of amino acids and it turns your argyne. Um, which relaxes your blood vessels. And that can, again, get your blood pumping to the sex organs in the same way that Viagra works for erectile dysfunction. Did you know, so, I learned this recently, that water... I'm just going to interrupt you for a second. 
but natural what? viagra watermelon okay. watermelon seeds are actually very important i didn't know this are you supposed to eat them yeah so are apparently you? the seeds have a shit ton of amino acids oh. and omega-3 fatty acids and that's... so much so that they're almost considered protein that's how many like amino acids they have oh um and they're actually incredibly healthy and they have like iron magnesium like they have all these important nutrients in them so people that ha- drink or that eat seedless watermelon they're missing out on a lot of nutrients. oh on all these nutrients it's so funny because like there's the the saying of like oh if you eat the seeds you know you'll grow a watermelon tree like you don't want to eat the seeds. yeah yeah but the, the seeds I, was gonna, actually, I was just gonna say that i'm yeah. like that myth that says that you grow like a whatever which is nonsense stupid but like the seeds are actually a huge source of and again people natural viagra i mean maybe if you need it if you need enough if you need if you eat enough of it maybe right um so watermelon good for sex i also i feel like i've seen watermelon used in pornos they really like to oh really i've never seen that just that's in there just google watermelon I don't know if it's necessarily a category of watermelon porn. I just know it stood out to me. It I've is. just seen. I don't think it has its own category. I feel like if you right. think of it, okay, it it's maybe watermelon porn. So that is out there. After that, avocado is really good for sex mm. because it um, can give you lasting energy, and also <laughs> it can play a part in easing PMS symptoms. <laughs> Oh, so that I means it can that. help you make help you make it easier to get into a romantic mood. This is especially for females. So avocados. So spinach and avocados for females in the category. Greens. Strawberries are very romantic, you know, strawberries, chocolate covered strawberries dipped in whipped cream. That's like top notch. But anyways, but actual strawberries themselves are high in vitamin C, which um, rev up your sex drive and, I guess, again, boosts blood flow and ease anxiety and stress. So all of this would help create oxytocin or more of it to be released, which equals, as we know, because we've taught it before, the love hormone. Hell yeah. So it's linked to sexual arousal and orgasms. Um, both coffee and tea, which are a liquid. Remember I said are liquids a part of this? Yes, they are. They help with the nervous system so it helps you be able to enhance again functions and perform better in the bedroom so that's part of it maca is part of it my coffee helps you perform better in the bedroom that's what this says why because it's a caffeine so it helps you perk up your nervous system and then it can help you perform better in the bedroom it also has has antioxidants don't have it too close to sleep. It can mess up your sleep. Yeah, it definitely will. Maca, which is some type of... It's Maca, fruit. it's a root. Root from yeah. the Peruvian mountains. Um, it's been used for centuries to boost fertility. And it can improve sexual desire. So it's often sold in powder form. And you could add it to different stuff. It's supposedly good for you. Fatty fish, speaking of sushi, is good for sex. Um, because it's good for sexual health, it eases inflammation in the body, so it helps you just kind of balance out. Mm. Um, skip heavy alcohol use if you're having sex because, um, well, one, you know, you could pass out. Two, you know, it could make you go limp. Three, if you're dehydrated, you might feel things like fatigue, headaches, and vaginal dryness, um, and your circulation might not be as great. So when you're thinking right. that you're using alcohol, alcohol just... to unease, like a glass of wine or two is nice, right? I always talk about 
or I always talk about that. I feel like I've <laughs> talked about that before. That there's like, in my opinion, like a sweet spot. Sweet spot. Wow. Clearly, I'm past that now. <laughs> but there's a sweet spot with alcohol. I feel like where it's like you've had like a few drinks and you're feeling very good and relaxed. But anything beyond yeah. that, you're gonna feel like it's not gonna feel yeah. as great, and you're not gonna feel anything anymore. So I feel like there's like a nice limit with that. Like 100%. again, a little bit of wine or a little bit of because like the, a that bit glass of, of wine can be very sensual. It can be very yes. sexual. Like like we were saying, a it can sensory, arouse. Yes, the sensory experience, the smell, mm-hmm. the taste, the social aspect of it. Yes, you know that can be. Very and you arousing. do get like, a that, like happy, right? And there's a reason that like for dates you go out for drinks, right? Yes. It's to lubricate that social interaction. It's to lubricate, lubricate. You go out for drinks to lubricate. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah everybody drinks to lubricate. <laughs> You drink to lubricate that social interaction. It's true. Combined. But too much of it leads to the adverse effects. Just like we think that we're like, oh, if you have some drinks, you're going to go to sleep better. But no, it actually messes with your sleep. So it's just like anything else. Yeah. Um, And then they also say to skip saturated fats. So things like just extra fatty foods like beef, butter, too much of it. Um, because again, it hurts circulation, um, and then that could decrease the flow, the blood flow to your sex organs. Um, you know, as well as <laughs> eating too much of things like this, of saturated fats can lead to an unpleasant body odor, which is funny because we talked about that today. That Americans, <laughs> because like we dairy. eat like a lot of dairy, <laughs> to some other cultures, we smell sometimes very. Yeah. What was that smell? We smell like sour dairy. <laughs> which is kind of gross. We don't smell it in between ourselves, but eating certain types of foods, that's another thing, right? It's like it can be arousing or it could be a turnoff because certain foods do have a certain scent. Right. So that is something to be mindful of, right? Like what's sexy and what's not. What you're right. eating does make a difference. And I would say like, you know, this wasn't on this list necessarily per se, but I'm like, what foods are like a no-no? Like, you know, if you're going to be having sex and you know you're having it soon... I don't think you want to have a super heavy meal. Right. Because then you're feeling gross and bloated. Or you don't want to have, like, a bunch of beans well, and a bunch say, of, like, cauliflower sex, or right? some other type of stuff. Eat after sex, right? You could eat after sex. But if you are eating before sex, because I feel like that happens pretty salad. commonly. Light salad. Just eat lighter stuff. Or just don't overeat, right? Like, rules of, like, I would say, like, rules of, like, sex and food. Don't overeat or don't eat things that are going to be very... Don't eat a lot of Unless carbs. you're already close to somebody. Because at that point, it doesn't matter. All rules are out the window, and then you guys can do whatever you want. It's but, more like early on. Let's be real. <laughs> but don't eat a lot of carbs. Um, don't eat something with a lot of dairy in it. <laughs> Try not to drink a lot of alcohol, because alcohol has a lot of sugar. So sugar can make you feel bloated and full. And that would not be a good combination for right before you're about to have sex. So if you do want to eat before you have sex, yeah, like you said, keep it light. Um, honestly, like sushi would be a good one for poor sex. There you go again with the Back sushi. To sushi. I think you just really want the sushi. I really do. I love sushi. But um, yeah, like just keep it light. And, you know, don't have pizza. Don't have burrito. But you can't have pizza because, again, it depends on where you're at. And you can have pizza. That's, that's you, you just probably won't feel very sexy afterwards. Depends on what um, what part of dating you're at, and then also like you know sometimes you might just want a snack in between sex. <laughs> Maybe that's just me, but I just mid thrust. You're like, hold on, 
<laughs> no, no, wait, wait, hold on. Not literally, literally in between, but like, let's say like in between sessions. sessions yeah. yeah, I took, yes, like have a snack available. It's a nice touch. Okay, I can see that. Right? Like sometimes you just want a snack. Sure. Like, you know, like you're like, oh, I'm doing this. Okay, I'm kind of hungry. Satisfies both needs, okay? So. It's interesting, was, though. You see, you're like nodding yes, but you seem a little judgmental. Like, you know, it's okay to have a snack during sex. Like, sh- no, I'm not judgmental at all. I've done that shit. I'm like, oh, I gotta get some water. But by that I mean, and then I get up and I go snack. get a glass of water. But then I see like the snacks in the kitchen, and I'm like, it's time oh, for snacks. I'm not because it's like revive. Like you know, it helps to revive. Food can also help you create stamina because you need True some that. energy True that. to keep going. True that. Some beef jerky. <laughs> I don't know if you need beef jerky, <laughs> but um. The other thing to think about sex life when it comes from like medical. Now I'm reading from the other stuff was like fun. Now I'm reading for like medical stuff. It's a little bit more serious. But obviously something that's very beneficial for sexual stamina and just sexual well-being is um, having a good circulatory system because that's essential for sexual health. Um, And for that it means good heart health is good for a person's sex life. So following the rules and guidelines for good heart health, like eating healthy, like, you know, bunches of fruits and vegetables and all that stuff, heart healthy, seafoods, light meats, all that. Researchers are like, okay, if you do that, you can improve your sexual health, including issues like erectile dysfunction and um, things along those lines, because having those types of foods in your life is what helps so like a healthy diet and things like avocados, asparagus, nuts, seafood, fruits, vegetables um, have been linked to the research that they do for that. So then, you know, you might not need medication as long as you're eating healthy, which I think is something to think of. Because, again, food and sex are very related because it's a lifestyle. So if you're eating healthier, why are you laughing? It's a lifestyle. If you're in shape <laughs> and you're eating healthier, you're going to have better sex. No, it's funny you're like, food is a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. It is, though. It's a lifestyle choice. It is. It's right? And, again, if you're exercising and eating healthy, you're likely to have a better sex drive and sex life than if you're not. Because you're not going to get as tired and you're going to be energetic and you're going to be right. exciting and all that your circulations sense. are going to be happening and you're going to be ready for it. Right? And then those foods that boost libido, like I said before, it a lot of it has to do with zinc. So apparently zinc is very important to that, how I mentioned before. But zinc is a mineral that the body needs for these functions. And a lot of it is related to the sexual function. So a lot of times, I guess that's interesting to think about. A lot of times it's something to question, like if you're having issues with it. Because, you know, sometimes people don't know where it's coming from. I think that maybe like checking your zinc level not that I'm a doctor, but this sounds like from this, it might be a good thing to inquire about is being like, oh, where's your zinc at? Since it does seem to have a lot to do with sexual desire and sexual vitality. Um, and then foods that are high in zinc, this is surprising to me because I didn't know this. It's like crab and lobster are high in oh, really? zinc. So that might be why seafood like that is associated with sex. And then red meat and pine nuts are high in zinc. Eat those nuts. Isn't that interesting? But... Crab and lobster. I found out recently, this probably isn't related, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. So, <laughs> I was watching this documentary Thanks. called Seaspiracy, which is kind of a big deal right now. What? This, do- this documentary is called Seaspiracy. 
and it's about um, the behind the scenes world of like the shrimp that you buy at the store and the they were talking about how shrimp is considered very um, nutritious but what's interesting is all the nutrients actually sourced from the algae that the shrimp eat and therefore the shrimp have the nutrients and so we eat the shrimp, we get the nutrients, but actually it's the algae that the shrimp eat that gives them oh, the that nutrients. Oh, that gives the nutrients. And shrimps themselves have zero nutritional and value. And they're high in cholesterol. Well, they have zero nutritional value. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting that this company took the algae and now are making these like vegan, like they look like shrimp, but they're not shrimp type of stuff. But they're made from the algae that gives you all the nutritional value of shrimp. Interesting. Right. So I'm wondering if like crab and lobster, I wonder if that oh. zinc, it comes from their diet. Or if it's actually the animals themselves. That's a good question. Yeah. I don't have that answer because this was just well, obviously it, listed on here as here? like it has that, right? But I didn't watch this documentary. Also very interesting about shrimp because I feel like 50-50 about shrimp. Yes, I am playing footsie. I know. I but also, um, I don't know. That's a good question. I would want to try those other things, though, because I don't really like shrimp like that that much. And I do know that it's high in cholesterol. It is, yeah. And I wonder if that would be better for you. Um, the last part that I wanted to cover, just before you cut me off, very simple. It's just um, some foods <laughs> that help maintain an erection, according to medical news. Oh. Um, so since erectile dysfunction, we, as we know, is common and can happen anyway. Um, so they're saying that foods that diet that promotes better sex, um, are ones that obviously help with blood flow and, um, any kind of damage to nerve centers around that. Um, so one thing that they recommend for that, if there's erectile dysfunction is to eat more fruit because higher fruit intake, um, is linked to a 14% reduction in the risk of erectile, erectile dysfunction, okay. which is pretty high. And they say that it might be because of the flavonoid content of fruits, which mm-hmm. is the responsible for the improvement. So they recommend having a lot of um, berries, citrus fruits, grapes, apples, hot peppers, cocoa products, red wine, and green, white, and black teas, because mm. all of those things have a lot of this. And again, all those things are known for increasing blood flow watermelon is mentioned again (laughs) so watermelon is again another thing that helps with this blood flow and um beets are known as a sexual food because um the oxidize the accidents that are in there Mm -hmm. are beneficial for blood flow so again anything that's good for blood flow would obviously be good for erections because that what is it made from blood (laughs) Pumping into there. Just in case you guys don't know, science. It's just blood. It's just blood pumping up your organ. That's it. So anything that helps pump up your organ would help. Um, So the takeaway from some of this is that people who want to improve their sexual desire and sexual experience, a lot of times can gain a lot from looking into their diets and how much that affects because diet is very much so linked to sexual health and well-being. And I think that sometimes we forget about that. And also the things that are heart healthy are also sex healthy, which makes sense. Yeah. And again, it's another thing where it's like, if you're not having a fulfilling sexual life, if you're like impotent or if you're just feeling like you can't perform sexually, 
don't think about it as a sex issue. Think about it as a lifestyle issue. Look at your diet. Look at your lifestyle. Look at how you're drinking, how much you're drinking. Look at how much sleep you're getting. Like, all these different things Mm -hmm. that can go into your um, sex life. And diet is a huge, huge, huge one. If you're constantly eating foods like fast food, processed foods, that gives you zero energy and zero motivation, then you're not going to have energy in the bedroom and you're going to feel like you don't want to do anything and then you're not going to be able to perform or you're not going to be able to get an erection or whatever it is or you're not going to be able to orgasm, whatever it is. So, like, the healthier you live, the better you eat for your body, the more fulfilling sex you will have just because of the physical benefits of eating better. Yep, just because your body will function better. Yeah. So definitely don't bring foods like McDonald's and whatever into the bedroom because that's not sexy. Um, it's not sexy. It could be. It's not sexy because it's not good for you and it's not going to make your blood flow. I don't know. It could be, though. Yeah. I'm thinking about, like, chicken nuggets. Like, that could be That's sexy. not sexy. could be. <laughs> what did you just That's say? up for debate. That's up for debate. It's up for debate. The you one, just said, Once in a while, once in a while, it's fine. You just don't eat processed foods. And All now the you're time. bringing chicken every nuggets in into while, the bedroom. Every once in a while, it's fine. No judgment zone, but I mean, Leave what me did alone. your words just say? Every once in a while, it's right fine. So, food and sex are very much tied together. Um, let us know how you've incorporated food into the bedroom. We would be very curious to know... The, any different foods that we haven't mentioned that you've brought into the bedroom, we want to hear about. Oh, yeah. It. And have you tried any of these foods? Yes. And do they work? Have you tried sushi? Because I'm really curious. I want to know. You just can't drop that. I can't drop no. it. It's like an obsession. No. Have you tried just like the chocolates? Have you tried the basics? Have you maybe made like a whole grill in the bedroom? Have you tried chicken nuggets? <laughs> um, I'm sure. If you, <laughs> do you have snacks in between sex? Because <laughs> I do think that. That's important. And also, do you get wooed by having nice food? But what's your sexual experience with food? What's your sexual experience with food and drink? Like, we want to know. Um, tweet us at our handle, SexQueensPod. That's S-E-X-Q-U-E-E-N-S-P-O-D. That's also our handle on Instagram. So hit us up there as well. Shoot us a DM. Slide right into those DMs. Or you can always send us an email if you're feeling a little bit more old-fashioned. So our email is SexQueensPod at gmail.com. And as always, we don't know why you came. See you next time, please. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.